Hello and welcome to episode one of the Friday Night Beer Club. Basically a podcast where a group of middle-aged men sit down and talk about movies, music, TV and video games. And any other nonsense that comes our way. We'll crack open a few beers along the way so no doubt there'll be the odd tangent here and there. If you've got any feedback for us, hit us up on Twitter at Friday Night Beer or look out for our Facebook page. But that's it, that's the intro, so all going well, we'll be back for our next instalment soon. Cheers. Movies is done that misses, movies done that hits. I've only ever seen uh, Wolverine with him in. No, you've seen. Um, no, that's a good point, actually. He's, <laughs> most, most, he's mostly done chick flicks. <coughs> did R.O.P.D. Yeah, see, I really like uh, the one Just he's in. No, I really like the one he's in with Sandra Bullock. The, pro- the proposal. Speed three. <laughs> no, I like it. I do like a chick flick, and I'm not ashamed to admit that. There's the title for the podcast. <laughs> I do like a chick flick. <laughs> I do like a chick flicking. I do like flicking a chick. <laughs> Flick the chick. <laughs> Finger licking chicken. Mm, nice bit of breast. Finger banging chicken. Finger. Okay. Oi, finger banging is still relevant in this day and age, and I don't, I'll have arguments with anyone who says it isn't. Finger bang. You don't actually bang them with a finger, though, do you? I suppose you but do. You can bang them with a finger. I've only just got that. <laughs> <laughs> how, so how, many, how old are you? 37 years old. You just you know, re- sometimes until you say something out loud, you're like, oh, You right. never knew that finger... Like, no, I knew what the action was, but I didn't know like the banging part of it, but then I realised the banging was the banging, and then it's being done by the finger rather than flick, the... Flick, flick, squelch, squelch. The, the, you know, um, the drill, the yeah. thumb there, yeah. But I always reference finger banging with, you know, putting a finger in a... Place. <laughs> <laughs> what my special magical place? Yeah, the holiest of holies. Yep. Um. So we've seen two trailers fairly recently of Super Super Size Squad. Super Size Squad. <laughs> Rewind that bit. Is that, is that the sequel to Super Size Me, where there's a squad of people that eat McDonald's for a month and then see what happens to them? <laughs> Eight really fat people. <laughs> skinny people and then they become a super sized squad give me some KFC actually they said like one one's like KFC one's Burger King one's like McDonald's the other one's like Wendy's or Super Taco Bell we're going to eat these places out of business uh, I reckon that's going to be well better well better who am I tending to Eddie Murphy playing all eight roles <laughs> right so yeah um Suicide Squad, not the Super Size Squad, and uh, Batman versus Superman. Um, what was your favourite trailers out of the two? If you had to pick one, are we just saying the two newest trailers? The or? newest ones, yeah. So the Bohemian Rhapsody one for Su- Suicide Squad. I really liked the use of Bohemian Rhapsody in the Suicide Squad trailer. I thought it, I thought it was a really good trailer, actually. Um, Do you think they stole that idea from Guardians of the Galaxy? Could have done the, the gunshots the and stuff yeah. on on that hitting bang, on bang, bang, in time bang. with the music. Yeah, but I know this is controversial. I prefer the Batman versus Superman trailer. I think Suicide Squad is trying to be a little bit more. 
marvelling in terms of that kind of formula. I know you and I, and we all have a bit of a argument at Marvel versus DC. Mm. You guys prefer the DC universe. I'm a bit of a Marvel boy. Um, I do like DC, but I don't know some of it. But I don't know. They, they, they've just kind of tried to take it a bit lighter because to most, it's a bit of an unknown quantity, Suicide Squad, which is going to be a bit of an issue saying that after a few beers. Um, that, That's why we're saying it now. Yeah, a lot of people don't necessarily or aren't familiar with the characters. So you've got old uh, the girl responsible for everyone, every teenage girl's massive eyebrows these days. Isn't it? Oh, Cara, Cara Delevingne. Delevingne. Mm. She's, she, I saw her in Greg Norton the other, a few months oh, back, and she's actually it. quite not. She seemed like a really sound girl. Yeah. Uh, all these years, I've gone, you're the one responsible for all girls having fucking stupid eyebrows. And actually, she's a sound girl. But anyway, that's an aside. Um, you know, apart from like Killer Croc, Joker, Harley Quinn. But then, you know, thinking about it, is Harley Quinn really that recognisable? Like, you know, anyone walking down the street would know who the Joker was. They'd know, you know. I think that's it. They'd know the Joker. If, if, if you're not which in with why, the comics. Which I... is why the Joker has been put in that film. Specifically for the fact to kind of um, get people to go and watch it. Yeah, but yeah. then I think people make too much of a fuss about the Joker. Like it's... A holy thing now, so you know it's, you can't touch it since Jack Nicholson done it, and then it's a big deal with Heath Ledger taking over. And obviously, the way things ended with Heath and the great performance he did, it's who is going to dare touch that again. And I honestly think, from what I've seen of Jared Leto so far, that seems more comic book Joker than any I've seen since the '66 Batman. Yeah, but very, uh, very dark. It's so hard though because I think you know. Everyone has their kind of their favourite Joker, and everyone says people like Heath Ledger, or they say Jack Nicholson. My favourite Joker is Mark Hamill by mm. Country Mile. Mm. Animated series, video games, Luke Skywalker yeah, is the Joker to it's, me. It's that where I think the popularity with Harley Quinn started. Um, Harley Quinn originally comes from the Batman animated series. She wasn't even a character from the Batman comics, mm. and she proved so popular from the animated series that they then wrote or Paul Dini I believe wrote the original animated show then they moved her into the comic world and then she's proved you know proved really really popular yeah but you go to uh, any comic con now and you can at least see 10 Harley Quinns and it's a really popular character see the, yeah the girls. current Harley Quinn yeah. comic book is actually really good there was one um, they've now it proved so popular the storyline they did with Power Girl who's incidentally in the Supergirl TV show but Obviously, that hasn't been revealed later down the line. Spoiler alert to anyone who's listening. Um, that, this, that that Harley Quinn and Power Girl now have their own comic book because the dynamic works so well. And you, she kind of blurs because she can be a good girl and she can be a bad girl. Hmm. Um, I, don't, I, I really think... I, I don't, it's just like Deadshot as well. Will Smith, Wicked Wicked Wild and all of that. But if he stays off the... T- if, if you can watch that and not see Will Smith, if you know what I mean of the Welcome to Earth one-liners and stuff like that. If he doesn't do that sort of thing. And I think they might, by the looks in the trailer, they might all get their little one-liner moments. He gets his Suicide Squad line though, doesn't he? I mean, the, yeah. I mean, the whole thing yeah. is, you, you blatantly know, without even seeing the film, and I'm vaguely, vaguely familiar with the comics, is that pretty much everyone, minus the Joker, Harley Quinn, and Wiki Wiki Wild Westman himself the, are all going to get killed. There are there's a good chance. There are some yeah. of them, which I think is the why well, they don't have to worry about people um, knowing the characters too badly because which is a shame. Half, I think half of them will get what because they um, in the comics they all have the implants, explosive devices in their necks, which so forces um, them to do Amanda Waller can do the what job, they yeah. want. And um, I think in one of the comics it might be Killer Croc. Um, 
around someone refuses to do it um, says no I'm going to walk out and as he walks out she does the trigger and blows his head off I'm yeah. not sure if it was good. Well, it was one of them um, I'm intrigued I think it would be good apparently a part of it is a bit of a again spoiler alert because it's filming and speculation but they a part of it is a bit of a lead on into another Batman movie at some point or they will kind of cross into I, I, one yes. so that there'll be a massive dick tease in whichever I think it's Batman versus Superman's release first isn't it Yes. Yeah, so there'll be a right. massive dick tease for Suicide Squad in that, which I think, isn't it? Or we I, thought I, that it might be that they are going to do, into the Red Hood, they were going to do that Joker is actually Dickie Grayson or a, another Tim Drake or one of the I other don't Robins. Know that might be too much for the average cinema goer. Mm. Um, but I think they're trying to go with more continuity with, with their movies. But then also with the Batman Superman, is it not going to be... Because you already know, or you've already heard, that probably Cyborg, Flash, uh, Aquaman, plus Wonder Woman, plus Batman, plus Superman, plus Lex Luthor, plus this Doomsday odd creation. Created from Zod? Must be. That's that's the way it's laid out in the trailer. Well, they've said that there's going to be more villains in the film than you actually realise. But then will you need because obviously these are all going to be nods and winks really they're not going to be major roles so will you need to also have a nod and a wink is it going to be too much for no I think I think there'll be cameos I don't think the majority of them will appear till <coughs> nearer the end maybe completely wrong but I think they'll start to appear nearer the end and I don't think it's going to affect the main plot line of the film too much oh yeah no I don't think it'd be I just don't know if they, I don't know if they're going to base I don't know if this is, uh, Batman Superman is going to be the anchor for it so if that goes well then you might all of a sudden hear Ben Affleck say right yes I'm definitely going to go and direct because he's not said he's doing it yet he's just talk of he'd like to direct but are they going to wait for Batman Superman see how that does and if it goes well I think no no I think I think plans are in place I think it's already happening the film the film's going to do well regardless it's going to take a a shed load of money it's not going to take Star Wars proportions of money but it's going to take a lot of money I'd stick my neck out and say I think Suicide Squad will be a, a massive hit I, I really have this feeling that it's that unknown quantity and it will be the kick in the backside that DC need to kind of get their movies going again because their TV shows work really well I mean okay I'm not into the Flash and Green Arrow as much as you guys but in terms of the medium as it works that they in the DC Universe on TV now Supergirl and adding things like Martian Manhunter into the mix and everything like that I think it works I I, I think it's brilliant and it's really hard because like, I watched The Flash the very first episode of The Flash and I always treated it as the fact that it was this I enjoyed it but I didn't enjoy it too much but then I reflected on it and thought actually this is like cheesy like right when we were six or seven at five o'clock on a Saturday on ITV it was The Incredible Hulk Yeah, it yeah. was or do you remember Spider-Man going that far back? Spider-Man and his amazing friends. No, but, but do you remember the live action with Nicholas Hammond and yeah, Spider-Man yeah, yeah, when yeah, he's like up the wall on wires and shit like that? The wah-wah guitar over the yeah. top. Well, it's basically like bass jumping on yeah, the building. Yeah, but you loved it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now you look but, back on it, and or even the, the original Flash TV show. That was awful. That's but awful. at the time, I was like, this is amazing. But then another nice touch is having Barry Allen's dad is the Flash, original yeah. Flash. But going back to, to, to all that, that it's great stuff that you could sit down and watch with your kids. And I don't think, to be honest, that apart from a lot of special effects and stuff, my daughter's not interested in, you know, the Avengers. She's not interested in Ant-Man. She's not interested in Spider-Man. She's not interested in any of it. But I can stick her in front of Supergirl on TV at the moment. She absolutely loves it. Yeah. And and 
you know, I think DC have got that, that that's almost how they're, they're going to wire it into the kids at an early age, so that as they get older, the kind of universe will progress, or they kind of do it, and then they can go back to making the dark film. When they tend to make the live action movies, or the, like the, the, the movies themselves, they tend to be darker, so the Batman movies have been dark, the last Superman was dark-ish, yeah. well, like, and it, it... The tone's like, the oh. same. You can, you, I think there must have been a like a blanket statement of however you direct or construct these movies as a certain tone has to remain because they're all going to cross over and it's the same tone well, but and that's why it's so serious though the Marvel thing you know it appeals to all of us because it's glossy and it's nice and you know it all kind of interlinks um, I mean I don't know if we're, I guess we're touching it I'll touch on it now I get to the point where it's almost like because Marvel have to put out so many to retain licenses or stuff with Disney or like and Fox have to retain their licenses and there's like there's, what this is this like out. four films yeah. is it three or four films this year from Marvel alone? I think you've got Deadpool, you've got Civil War, um, and you've got is it is, is Ragnarok? X Men, X Men Apocalypse, and you've got this year one more. There's another one, isn't there? If I, I can't remember what it is. I don't know if four Ragnaroks this year or next, year, or it might be 2017. But, it, but it's almost to the point where I'm going, you know, the, the whole point of oh my god, these superheroes are on my cinema screen. Hmm. This is amazing. I'm, I, I'm I'm completely I'm so desensitised to it now. I get I get to the point where I start going, yay another superhero movie. I'm definitely going to go and see it. I'll definitely go and see it on the first day it comes out probably, and I'll go and watch it in IMAX yeah. and I'll enjoy it and I'll like it and I'll go yay that's a superhero I, film. But I've I've literally got to the point now where the consumption of superhero movies is, yay superhero movie go watch it. Yeah I enjoyed that. It's great. On to the next one. Oh, and on to the next one. And on to the next one. Yeah, it's not yeah. like a holy fucking <clears throat> shitball Star Wars Episode Seven is coming. I cannot believe it. Kind of magnitude of excitement with something like Deadpool I know we're we, we suddenly doing a massive jump across but with Deadpool I'm excited about the concept that there's going to be a superhero movie that's not for kids that it's all going to be swearing it's going to be blood guts yeah. and gore it and it's going to be loads of horrifically bad poor taste jokes in this film and I'm really hoping I'm not laying myself down but I just get this feeling that it will nail Deadpool. It will nail the character. It will be revered. It will be loved. It's just that they are not. It's not. You know. It's not something you can sit down and watch it with your with your kids. No, it's not. It's not one for the masses. <laughs> no, we can. Um, no, I've got a few things about Deadpool for later. Um, but yeah, the Suicide Squad thing. Um, what you're saying about the unknown quantity? I think that's the exact same situation as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you know, Joe. Most people know the Joker, but the rest of it. Unless you're into your comics or into watching Arrow, where there's reference to Amanda Waller and the Suicide Squad in there. Deadshot. Deadshot's yeah. in there. You've got uh, Captain Boomerang, people like that popping in and out. Yeah. So unless you know all that sort of stuff, then yeah, this is going to be brand new to you. And But it, it was marred, so, done so well, in terms of the way that they kind of took the whole mixtape and the, the music aspect, which we've talked about in the last one. Uh, it, it's such it, it, I think I think it will, it will surprise everybody that it's not something you're expecting it's like hey look do you remember us talking about Guardians of the Galaxy I was like yeah whatever and it's actually turned out to be probably the best Marvel film with a bunch or it could yeah. be a case that it suffers now from something that just giving everyone what they need straight away so feeding as much information about a movie as much promote, promotion giving a really good trailer because that might not be it might not be as humorous as they made the trailer look at all because the first, second trailer is complete juxtaposition from the first trailer yeah the first trailer was creepy haunting yeah it was excellent. and that was more it it seemed more focused on harley quinn and joker 
which from the comics, like the story is basically they all get out and from what I understand, well, it's, it's the Harley it's, Quinn. It, they're going after the Joker. To start but, it, but it's the Harley Quinn origin story, and that's where it all links in. So you, if you know the, I'm trying to remember the name of the actual origin tale of Harley Quinn from Batman animated series, where she's the psychiatrist, and then she gets the Joker gets in, she falls in love with him in Arkham Asylum, so she tries to be more like yeah. him, and and I know that it's heavily but then, indicated that that's what what we're going to see. That, that well, they Batman showed the scene the of him is holding her in the pool. I reckon that, I reckon that will be flashbacks. But yeah, it will be minimal screen time for that sort of stuff because you've got, what, eight characters in there. You're not going to get a backstory for all of them. It's going to be kind of flashbacks maybe progressively through the movie because there's a, there's a scene where Will Smith looks like he's in his cell and he's looking out the window. So that's obviously going to be him thinking back to his daughter and stuff like that. Do you think he's going to release like a hit song with it? Like a Suicide Squad rap? I think okay. Wyatt would like it. I, I think Wyatt not. would really like it. Do you reckon they have like Harley <laughs> Quinn dancing in the video in exactly. a cage? But then saying that, if you read, there's that really awesome uh, Joker tale from DC where she's a stripper, isn't she, lap dancer? Oh, Christ. What is that story called? Oh, Christ knows. I've got it. I've got it. I've even got it on my comicsology on my phone. But you know, but that, that would be good, wouldn't it? Could we just, like, just try and think of like a suicide, what would it be, Suicide Squad rap? No, his song would DJ be DJ Jazzy Jeff Dead and Shot Desperado What rhymes with squad? Mod God, God. Wad <laughs> um, yeah, Back, back to was, part, your, your question originally so I think What do you think is better? Tra- yeah. Which trailer did you think I, was I better? I think so far out of all of them Suicide We could even include, include the first ones I think Suicide Squad has nailed both trailers Batman, Superman, nailed the first one. And the second one just didn't do it for me. And I don't know if that's just because that, um, the end with Doomsday turning up, just, I just didn't think CGI-wise it just didn't look that good, um, which always worries me, um, that it might take me out of the movie. And obviously, being a huge Superman fan, um, I'm going to have a lot more invested into this movie a lot more that can disappoint whereas with Suicide Squad if it if it's not that great I'm not going to be that disheartened about it okay it's another one we've seen Green Lantern movies before we've seen Superman 3 and 4 and we've had bad movies before that you can just sweep under we've had Batman forever Batman and Robin look at it this way it looks so preposterously bad it, look, it could be very bad that I have this I don't know. This is this is what this like lulls you into false sense of security. But I kind of almost go now that actually I wasn't up for it. I didn't think it would be that good. The casting did me head in. I look at it. I see the trailer, and I'll just go in there with no expectation whatsoever. And I think going in there to the cinema with no expectation whatsoever for that film probably will make it much better than you think. But the proof will be in the pudding when I it think comes out. The, the, I think the, the number one thing for me will be the relationship between Clark Kent, Bruce Wayne and Superman, Batman. And then what I've seen in the trailers looks brilliant. Mm. Um, the way they they interact. Unfortunately, Lex Luthor worries me. It's been, there was a few um, things on the internet um, comparing his performance to Jim Carrey, the Riddler performance. And now I've thought of that. I can't get it out of my head I when I see... I... I don't think it's going to go anywhere near there. It's just that clip when he go when he's saying, "Oh, you should not shake hands with this man," and uh, yeah. but it not... just seems very aloof and just 
that's obviously they they've got you can pull from these comic books and pull from these stories, but you can do your own thing. And so yeah. they're going in their own direction with it. That's fine. I'm on board with that. It's just, I'm not sure how I feel about that incarnation. Of him I, so I think in that scene, that's Lex playing his social friendly character. And it's not going to be Lex in the main film. He is twisted, devious and evil. And in that scene, he's all jovial. And that's because he's trying to portray himself as this, friendly bumbling idiot yeah but but the runner of LexCorp and the nice person he's not trying to be Lex Luthor any other way I wouldn't try and judge it based on what you've seen like in one no. minute of a trailer although that trailer even though I absolutely loved it shows far too much of the film and it, it, it fell into the trap of showing stuff in the third act that you don't really want to be seeing in a trailer it felt but that's like what they... trailers do these days isn't it, it... yeah but it felt like trailers it gave away the narrative Star Wars minutes. didn't do that. Star, Wars, Star Wars is an exception to the rule, but most films will give you the fucking cum shot. Well, Suicide like, Squad hasn't done that yet. No, I, I, I hope there's another trailer. I hope it doesn't do it. And, and from Suicide Squad, the first trailer, which in my opinion is better than all the other trailers, I love that first trailer. I, it blew my socks off. Um, that was just, yeah, just brilliant. One last comment on the Batman Superman yeah. trailer. Um, I think the way that second trailer was done I think had a lot to do with the negative comments about Man of Steel and how serious it was and how there weren't any jokes. And they tried to cram in a lot of humour into that trailer. Definitely. Just to say, look, this film's going to be more fun. Now, I don't think the whole tone of the film is going to be that fun. But they're just going, look, 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 we're fun, we're fun, honest. The problem is now that everyone complains about everything. There will always be someone that moans. So with this second trailer, there'll be a new group of people that go... Oh, we don't like this. So, are they just going to keep tailoring mm. that is trailers to, or are they just trying to get everyone involved and just show them many different sides to this story? I just think they still panic at the moment. I think they're still trying to say we can be as good as Marvel, honest. Yeah. And I think once they've got a few more films out and you know they're solid and and people are going to watch them, I think that'll die down a bit and they're going to go on their own way. I think already what they've shown of the Wonder Woman stuff, I think that's that looks, looks good. very promising. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm on board for it all. Uh, I will go to the cinema. I will hand my money over gleefully. Give them money for every movie. Go and watch them all. Basically, we're going to give them the money. We're all going to go and see the films, yeah, aren't we, anyway? So, they take our money. We love you. Show me those trailers. Take my money. I'll go and see them. Then I'm just going to go onto the internet in a dark corner and complain about them. You know... With a hundred grand packs, if you quick if you quick sell one of those, it was an average of about fifteen k you were getting back. That's shit. It's shit. Um, but then, like me, with the getting rid of Messi, and then two packs later, I pick him up as. Why do you have to bring that up? Yeah, fuck off. What's an arsehole? You're such a fluky wanker. Just want to bring it up. FIFA Ultimate Team packs. Can we put right, that on I'm, the podcast? I'm going to sell Messi so I can better my team. I didn't know oh, that. Just at the time, buy a did couple I? of packs. Oh look, Team of the Year, Messi. I'm sure you've got a hack. No, I just, I just had the luck. He just, he's just. Blow, I've opened so many packs in FIFA, and I've got nothing, <laughs> nothing. So, is that on the subject of stuff like that? Any video games you're looking forward to this year? Yeah, Uncharted Four. Is that? I think that's the main one for everyone, isn't it? Um, obviously, there's going to be the I FIFA. I think so. No, well, there's No Man's Sky this year as well, and that could, that has the potential to be absolutely epic. Mm. Uncharted 4, they said, Naughty Dog has said it's going to be the last one they're doing. 
uh, of the it's series. Been, it's the last been... with Nathan Drake, isn't it? They're, they're, they're saying there could be another Uncharted, but they won't do another one with Nathan Drake. Now, though, it's no, it's not. Place. It's out in no, it, April. It, this, the, the date's out now. This is a pushed back date because that got pushed back and pushed back. Yeah, it was supposed back. to be out at Christmas. It, but it was supposed to be out before that as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Right. It's been pushed back it's, a fair bit. It's one of those things that we I'm go, hoping that just means good stuff that they're not ready, they're not happy with the product. They're just going to keep tweaking it and making it better. But when you've got Uncharted, like you, you go back, you know, do you remember when PS3 came out and I had a PS3, I bought PS3 at launch. We have the old tales and the videos of PS3 at launch. We can work out how to turn yeah. it on, and we <laughs> there's a switch at the there's back. A, no, there's a video. <laughs> right, we went to the PlayStation 3 launch. Wyatt and I. And um, we basically loaded up on boot. You went, went to Heavy Metal we went, Gig first. And, and just I was saying, we, we went to the really game drunk. shop. We didn't go to the actual launch of PlayStation. Yeah, we went, yeah, we we went to a launch to buy one. So first, I was, in first town. to make it clear, yeah. I was quite paralytically drunk in when I went up to get my PlayStation 3. And firstly, they said, do you want all of this? And me being really drunk, and I've just been given some redundancy money, I was like, yeah, just fucking give it to me. Give, That's me, fine. give me all the stuff. And then the first thing I didn't realise was how heavy the PlayStation 3 launch model was. So we then literally like pulled it off the counter and then he dropped it on the floor <laughs> straight away, really drunk. Then we finally set it up. We felt like the guy with the first iPhone. Yeah. Hey! It's on the yeah. floor. Yeah. So there's that. And then we finally got it set up, didn't we? And then it was like, we filmed it all. It was like, oh, getting out the bottle like this. And it was like, right, are we <laughs> ready to go? Are, are we ready to go? Yeah, we are. There's that. Like, how, how do you switch it on? Let us, <laughs> let it us on. play. How do you switch it on? I don't know. Maybe you have to talk to it. Play. Play PlayStation. But then I did that with the PlayStation oh. 4. Do you remember when I got mine? Yeah. I was like, why won't it go on? There's a button in the middle of it. Where's there a button in the middle of it? Underneath the light. Where? The there wasn't any button. light. <laughs> I, think, I think I had that conversation about three different people that bought PlayStations. Like, I can't see where the button is. It's, like, right, it's in the middle. It's hidden. It's there. I but think, but yeah, yeah but, but going back to it with Uncharted. So we had the PlayStation 3 for a year. And, you know, most of the games, it was all right. Burnout Paradise was a cool game to start with. But there wasn't anything that was. I thought, holy shit, this is amazing. This they is the were all they launch then, titles, weren't they? They were just. And then Uncharted yeah. came out, didn't it? And I played it, and I do you remember. I remember yeah. I was like, dude, if you, I'm serious, this is so good. Did I lend it? I can't remember. But I went, this is just. So, it blew my socks off. Hmm. And then Uncharted two, and then Uncharted three. You know, had some absolutely epic moments, and there's mm. always that amazing video it in Japan. It didn't feel as good as previous versions. It didn't feel as. Um, but I wasn't as into it as the previous games. Oh, I think there's some set pieces on it. So there's the bit where you come out the the aeroplane on you land on the crate. And there's the bit but, where you're in the uh, desert on the horsebacks trying to chase after the tank. And there's always that like to, to promote Uncharted Three in Japan. What they did was they got Harrison Ford and they got gave him Uncharted Three to play, didn't they? And put it on like super easy mode. So mm, like, mm. so basically, it's a video of like a. Doddery Harrison Ford, he's like 70. It was Indiana Jones playing the game based on Indiana Jones. Based on Indiana Jones, and he turns to the camera and just goes, You don't need me to be anything like this anymore. You've got this. And and they were epic. You know, I played the Uncharted collection bit of it, and I was like, Do you know what? I can't remember any of this. So when I go, How amazing it was as an experience, it's not as though it it feels as particularly memorable, apart from, I think, Uncharted 3 and Uncharted 1, especially more so that final boss. Well, we couldn't work out kill him. And you were like texting again, how do I do it? So like, you just got to run at him. Just run at him and then the cutscene will play. I think was number three the first one that had the um, one button cutscene. So you do it, you go into a fight and press square 
then Breast Triangle. Like real time yeah. action events like no, that. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that, Resident that's Evil what 4 takes, that's was what the takes, first one to do that. That but takes me out of the game when that happens. I thought I thought the second. I, uh, I, was saying, I can't I remember. I thought the Uncharted 2 had possibly had that. It, I'm hoping they don't have that again. For I'm me, sure, that was the better game. Sure, I've heard. But the set They're piece, have you seen out. that one where he's like holding onto the rope, like crashing through the bridge and stuff? I, I just think. What, the trailer for the new one? Yeah, for Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. I just think, they showed 10 minutes of it, and I just think, do you know what? It, it is your video game equivalent of the blockbuster. It, it's the one where it does what it says on the tin. You're going to shell out your 45 quid, you're going to load it up, you're going to have a fucking brilliant time playing it, you're going to get frustrated because you do, and you, but you'll finish it. You'll put it down, you'll love it, and that'll be that. It, it tells such a good story. Yeah. And it, it couples it with excellent gameplay and just oh, some of the set pieces. Uh, they're as good as any Hollywood film. Hmm. It, like um, Wii Sports was always one that get pulled out at any house parties yeah. or anything like that. And I'll be honest, for half an hour or so, fine. But you get into these tournaments drunkenly around someone's house that could last you'd always get that couple that would happily play wee bowling for three to four hours all night long just doing that after a while that that just kind of obviously you can't see on a podcast what the motion of bowling that i'm trying to do my favorite one just ever doing that for, for the for the listeners out there that Mike's making a huge wanking gesture. No, 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 no. It's like swinging forward and then that little flick at the end, like you're flicking something off your like a well a booger something like that. <laughs> like a doctor. Pearl necklace. No, no, like a Spider Man. <laughs> Is that what you do when you're finished? And trying, Spider Man. Um, flick the jizz. I was trying to avoid the jizz references, <laughs> but yes, if you're flicking jizz off your hand, it was that kind of trying to. Put I don't really have much experience of flicking jizz off my hand. Please, please, please go on. You couldn't. I didn't think the first way you could do that. I thought you had to get that. That. I don't think, think you could flick jizz on any ways. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, that was the well, rumble pack. On oh, the bottom of it was the rumble pack. Um, right, uh, so a couple more titles that I've got on my radar. Um, did you ever play Mirror's Edge? Uh, I, I, no, I, I, played, I played the demo of it. it. It did nothing for oh, see, me. I, I liked it. I don't know if it's just a first-person free-running element, but I quite enjoyed that. So there's a new one of that <laughs> Did you, out. you play it and shout, Fuck off! Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it means I didn't have to go outside and do any running, <laughs> so I could just exercise on the sofa. But I'm, I'm quite intrigued to see what's going to happen with that one. Um, it could and look amazing I mean the, the, the original looked really good so. see but then that's another thing with some games they look brilliant after that's worn off same with um, it's Battle like a crowd wank it leaves you feeling empty at the end of the day same with Battlefront <laughs> the pretty, the pretty. <laughs> sorry this just, I've just had a flashback to last night where well, very, you were cry wanking. very attractive young girl that I was uh, out with drinking with was actually said to me about cry wanking. And I said she couldn't concentrate. This is really profound conversation I'm having. In that this is a really attractive girl telling me about cry wank. I thought it was just a man thing. I never thought of that. I never knew girls had a cry wank. Well... Uh, if anyone but else think... would like to share their experiences of cranking or cry wanking, no, just keep it yourself. Any questions on cry wanking? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it wasn't that. It is was... it that you're crying tears of semen or just tears from your eyes? I haven't really had a cry wank in a while. I think it's <laughs> either way. It's salty. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a poo poo? No, it's it's. I had I had. Please go for a poo if you want to. If I'm honest, I had a flour tortilla earlier. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit of Windy Pops. I could take a peppermint tablet if I make you happier. No. But if you, I, if you um, don't mind the odd pop here and there. 
I had pizza earlier. Are you showing I off? had cod <laughs> wrapped in pizza bacon. Hut pizza at Pizza Hut. Actually, um, whilst nice. we're rambling, I'd like to welcome Chris to the club of um, Instagramming food. <laughs> See, the whole thing, like the Instagramming food, I don't know why I do it. It's just... I, I, like I think it's a, it's a and I like pictures. It's of like food. a hobby. It's a hobby thing, isn't it? Whether people want to post pictures. Of I food don't know. I, I've I always found it profoundly boring, and I, I think, think what I've got yeah, into this time is that in. because now that I now I've come to the other side of the of the fence where I realise that actually when you cook for the, shit for the listeners after thirty eight years, Chris has bought a saucepan. <laughs> I have. This is absolutely <laughs> true. I bought some saucepans and everything. No, I, I, bought, I'm, I'm, I went like the other day I was like Ooh, I need some new chopping knives I started the, thinking about these things it's the eighth wonder of the world of how he's still alive <laughs> on Guinness and fags alone <laughs> uh, I don't smoke I'm sure it's... <laughs> right so this is part of the podcast where we turn over to the listeners um, and we open up to any questions literally to do with anything apart from personal problems um, so I've got a shout out to Hinchy, who's brought up the subject of uh, James Bond and who we'd like to see as maybe the next actor to take over the role from uh, young Daniel Craig. Obviously, coming towards the end of the podcast, a few beers being consumed, so it might go a bit askew and off on a few tangents, but hopefully okay. that'll add to the podcast. So let's kick off. So um, I've got a list of names. I'm going to chuck them at the guys. But firstly, I'm going to ask them if they have any ideas of who they'd like to see as James Bond first. <coughs> That will be a big fat no. All right, um, so yeah. I'll go. You know what? Okay, uh, I'll go with the names. Um, the obvious one that's been mentioned a lot is Idris Elba. Does anyone have any feelings towards that? He would be good. That's it. That's my opinion. I, it's one of those really controversial choices where you're going to get a lot of resistance to the fact that James Bond would be black. Personally, I think he would be fucking brilliant. As James Bond, I think they'd have to adjust the writing somewhat, but I think he would probably nail the role. The difference being is that you've got this legacy whereby James Bond is a character that's been going for like 60, 70 years. Somewhat, I don't know when Fleming wrote the first one, Doctor No, or whenever it was. Doctor No was 1969? No, 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 no
closing time, James, and all of that, and Sean Bean. Okay, Sean Bean turning up, you know he's going to die, but <laughs> poor old Sean Bean. Oh, he's seen Bean, but um, seen Bean. Yeah. When I was well, little, when I was little, and I first Sean started Bean. to learn to read. I thought the first, I thought James Bond was seen Canary. <laughs> so Idris Elba is not a bad shout. Yeah, my my only issue with Idris is his age. Right. Uh, I, I just think, but then, um, I think we need to go with possibly go with somebody younger be next time round. A Dark Knight style of kind of an older, more grizzled Bond. We've now gone with yeah. Daniel Craig, if, if they get the younger the story new right, Bond. Who, he's not that young, though. No, but he obviously you see his first hit <laughs> and in Casino Royale, him starting out. So maybe we advance to a later Bond, maybe pull back into. This service. is another like Godfather Three. Without yeah. bringing my mother into back it, in. without bringing my mother into it again, but I'm Which going to. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, my mum, my mum's Christmas. a massive James Bond advocate, and like, she loved Daniel Craig when he first turned up. And when she saw the trailer for Spectre, she went, yeah, "No, he's too old to be James Bond now." Oh, I, and I was like, I'm "Why is he too old to be James Bond?" She went, "Look at him. He just looks haggard. He looks old." He looks like really rough around the edges, and I was like, "But that's the whole point of the character is the development of it." Mm. And I was like, "No, she she just wants to see her sing Canary or a Roger Moore quirking his lines or being a brute." Because if you look, you know, if you go back and you look at like Sean Can, Sean Canary and Sean Canary, Sean the Canary, Sean the Canary, cheap cheap as that the famous wrestler from the sixties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's quite a brutal, sadistic Bond. And I, I really like that now. It's one of those, like, Sean Connery tends to be the Bond that you, when you are older and you go back and watch him and go, yeah, he, he is, he is Bond. But I'm used to, like, the eyebrow-raising, jabroni-beating, <laughs> pie-eating son of a gun, like Roger Moore, who just, like, quirks with his safari suit on, mm. fanning about. But then, like, you think, you know, View to a Kill, Octopussy, they're, like, the first Bond films I saw at the cinema. He's Fucking old in those films. I mean, how old is he? He's like Harrison Ford old, as in possibly older. Yeah. I mean, well, although I, I see for me, uh, Daniel Craig's my favourite Bond. I think. Oh really? Yeah, I, I think he's great. Have you always been a lifelong Bond fan, or no? See, I, 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 I can give or take Bond. I've, I've, you know, if if there's one on, I'll give it a watch. But I've never been so like, it, oh my god, there's a new Bond film out. We have to go see it. Is Daniel Craig your first kind of investment in Bond? Kind of, you know, I'm still not invested in Bond. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You know, if you if you threw a Bourne or a Bond film or a Mission Impossible film in front of me, I would go for Bourne or Mission Impossible over Bond every time. Well, saying that, I did love Skyfall. I thought Skyfall was absolutely See, brilliant. I love Skyfall until maybe the final act. I kind of tapped out a little bit. I don't know why. I couldn't put my finger on it. I don't. I, I think Sean Connery was intended to play the role of. Um, I forget the chap's name. The guy that was at Skyfall. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yes, that yes, was, yes he was. That was supposed to be Sean Connery, but he said, Brian you, can't, Cox. "You can't afford me." No, it wasn't Brian Cox. It's just some. No, it, it was a famous actor, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't Brian Cox. Um, it's not, that, no. that was supposed to be Sean Connery, but he said, "No, you can't afford me." So, um, but yeah, so Idris Elba will be no, a Sean good show. Connery's shout. quite ill, isn't he? He, he was going to do it, and he rehearsed for it. Apparently, this is the what came out, didn't it? Sam Mendes admitted that he rehearsed for it but he's quite old and quite frail which is why no one's seen him for like years and that that's why he couldn't do it see I, I read lots of other stories that just say he says that too much he, you can't afford to have him and stuff like that and no he maybe, maybe maybe that's just him saving face I don't know I think it was the, I think it was him saving face of the fact that he's he's quite old now and quite frail um right so next on my list is Michael Fassbender 
Mm. Yeah, as James Bond. Well, no, the, get out thing. of here. No, why not? Get out. Why? Why? Why not Fassbender? I just don't see him as Bond. Fassbender can play anyone. Yeah, he can play anyone, but I just can't see him as James he Bond. He is an acting comedian. I can't see him as James Bond. He'd have to. He'd, you know, they could do it, and I'm sure I'd go watch the film. But I, I don't know. I just don't think I'd be convinced by that. Okay. Um, next one then. Not much on Fassbender, but um, this guy had um a audition for Casino Royale, but was turned down apparently because he was too young. Timmy Mallet. I know it wasn't Timmy Mallet. He might have been a bit too old. Uh, Henry Cavill. No, no, he's, he's Superman. He is Superman, but also the man from Uncle. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to see him as Bond. He's got he's got the smooth, suave kind of nature about him. I think. He see, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't envisage Bond as this like big, massive brawn house, which Henry Cavill is. Yeah, but that's just a matter of um, bulking up for a role, so he could always slim down. I don't know. I could not see him as James Bond at all. And I think the problem being now is that because he's, because he's now he is Superman or he's currently Superman. It's just one of those ones where I, I don't know. I couldn't, that, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't I, see I, it. I see, I I see what you mean. That role's going to stick like shit for, for a while yeah. now. Um, um, it yeah. was Albert Finney in Skyfall. That's the chap. The Probably. next one might suffer the same consequences. Harry Cavill, Harry, fucking Henry Cavill, not Harry Cavill. Henry Harold Cavill. Lloyd. Harry Cavill could be his dad. Um, <laughs> being a typecast is Tom Hiddleston. No, no, I can't see no. him. No, as, uh, no. So so far we've got no, four tell you names. Who I think would be good, and it's still it's Idris Elba is fifth in the poll at the yeah. moment. I tell you, I'd think I'd be good, but uh, I don't think he would because <laughs> Bond's not ginger. Although, like for me, for like the ginger world. Is uh, Damien? Um, is it Damien Lewis? Yeah, from Homeland. That's yeah, exactly, no, that's no, exactly who no. I was thinking of. I, think I would like Lewis Bond. Right, so when Bond. I said earlier, any ideas? And you both went there. No, no. as no. we're discussing it, no. Damien Lewis. No, Damien Lewis and James like Bond him. would be. I think would be really good. All right, left field. But Bond won't be ginge, would he? You know, it's just like women aren't going to fancy gingers. Oh, like Look, it. I'm a ginger, and no woman fancies me. So what the fuck? You know, this is true. Yeah, left field. Danny Dyer. Call cool, blimey! Moving on. <laughs> Saying that, I reckon, like... <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. He's just won a National Television Award for his acting in EastEnders. I've got you... three more names. Rattle through them. Um, Oscar Isaacs. Yeah, he could do it. Yeah. Uh, he would be good, but I don't reckon he could nail an English accent. New York and all that. <laughs> Have you seen Ex Machina? Uh, no. no Brilliant. So I brought that up for no reason. Um, but great film. Great performance. Um, and Poe Dameron, you know. But yeah, he is American and you'd probably get the tabloids kicking off a shit I that you've got an American playing James Bond. Yeah, but we had an Irishman I, play James Bond. We I had would, a Scotsman play James yes, Bond. Yes, I know. And I wouldn't give a shit. And we've got we've had English play, English actors... Plebs. English plebs. <laughs> English actors playing all American heroes. We've had English actors playing Spider-Man, Batman, Superman. All the big... Big three of the, you know, the Marvel DC superheroes have all been English in in recent years. So I don't give a shit if somebody was American playing no, an English. I've never realised. Sorry, I should have brought this up earlier, but I didn't. They did actually offer Goldeneye to Timothy Dalton and he turned it down because he said, you know, the time had passed and he didn't want to be Bond anymore. Okay. And I always wondered what Goldeneye would have been like with Timothy Dalton. I don't. It, for me, like I said, Goldeneye is my favourite, so it wouldn't have been any good. I, I, the thing like is, when you watch Goldeneye Black now... Not a big now, fan of Dalton. Um, Goldeneye's done on such a limited budget. He was all right in Hot Fuzz. 
and the music on it, everything. I don't know. Like once they brought Goldeneye back, and like the subsequent Brosnan movies, it it really kind of goes up in budget. Mm. But they made that on a pissy little budget. The music shit. Some half the like the, the whole film looks like it's so of its time. Like you look at certain Bond movies, like when Roger Moore's skanking around in flares in like Live and Let Die and stuff like that in like seventy one two whenever it is. Or no, it's later than that, isn't it? Because Diamonds Forever is 71, so it must have been about like 74. Mm. But, you know, they're so of its time. And Goldeneye, I think, of all the Brosnan, James, it is so 90s. Uh, I'm probably going to pronounce his name wrong, but Chiwetel Ejiofor. <laughs> no. <laughs> let's go back in a minute. <laughs> right, I'll try that again <laughs> in a minute. No, let's find out how to pronounce his name. That is Chiwetel Ejiofor. It's not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got it right. Okay, in a right, realistic you pronounce... No, no, that. I'm going to see how to pronounce it. Chiwetel Ijefor. <laughs> I know who you mean. I know exactly who you mean. That is the fucking correct spelling as well. Right, Radio Times. How do you pronounce Chiwetel Ijefor? Like you just did. Chiwetel Ijefor. That's close enough. Chiwetel Ejiofor. No. <laughs> no? No. What, I, it's, I think it's in the same context as, as Idris, but the difference being is that I, Idris is, is, is an established actor. I know he is well, a, as well I, at the same I, time. I, I, no, I'd say Chiwetel is extremely established now. Yeah. It's extremely talented. 12, 12 and, uh, Years a Slave, Serenity. He's been in American Gangster. Yeah, he's an extremely he's talented Martian. actor, but I just don't... He, he's a very versatile actor. I, I, I could see him as Bond. I think he's got the suave. I, he's got he's got the whole package. The only thing I haven't seen from him is being the proper hard man, kind of action star. So what what um, futuristic film was he in where he was military? Serenity. Where Serenity. He, where he had the sword, yeah. And yeah. Um, he said there there is there this is an honourable death as he kind of tweaks the guy's muscles so he spasms. Sounds like fall, my fall, osteopath last week. And he week. falls on the sword, and he's as the guy's falling on the sword, he's just saying. This is an Does he not death. have an action sequence in that then? Actually, no. Yeah, he had, has quite a bit of fight in that, so I take that back. So um, he's quite physical. I think he could do um, it. I think he'd be a great Bond. Um, I, I think I, I, I put him up I there with Idris. Idris. I, I prefer him over Idris. I think yeah, because the thing I love Idris. I love Lufa. Um Idris is another versatile actor in Prometheus. He was one of the best things in that really bad movie. Um, but I think with Chiwetel, he's just got a bit of class to him. He's got, I think he's a rounded package, personally. He's a lot smoother than Idris. Idris is a bit, yeah, he's a bit rougher. And well, he's that, a, I think that's why I would prefer Idris's Bond if he was ever to do it, because yeah, then, that's like, you want that blunt thing. I think we've, we've done the whole I'd rework see, of yeah, Bond, then, bringing him back. I, if I was watching that, I'd see Idris, and then I'd see Lufa, and that would take me out. With Chiwetel, I wouldn't see necessarily a defined role he has. The difference being is Whereas I still Idris think... Idris has a defined role in within Lufa for me. The same thing with Herman Cavill with the Superman, that having these defined roles will always take you out of the movie because you're watching that actor. You're I watching see... someone do that, play a part, but it's just still that person rather than that character. I think it's, uh, it's going to be a long way away and I think that Daniel Craig will sign up and do one more. You think he'll do one more? It's like the legacy of Bond. I think... I think the, the truly great Bonds or the remembered Bonds as such tend to, or the ones that most revered tends to do, their, their work tends to be more than four. 
and I think he'll do what I think he's got one more in him I think he'll do it I really do I guess it's all down to whatever they decide I mean Spectre Spectre got slated but Spectre well, no, what, no, I wouldn't say it got slated I think Spectre got slated but the point being with Spectre was your Ron Seal Bond movie it's almost like we spent three movies establishing who this, who this person is Casino Royale was fabulous Quantum Solace was shit Sp- uh, Skyfall was amazing and then we got to Spectre and Spectre had you great amazing like of all the opening sequences of Bond movies Spectre is probably the uh, it, it, it's probably the best the up there with the best or the best I thought it was the best you know the opening sequence it then just gets a bit daft I think <laughs> I think it's the case of all I could think of when I was watching Spectre was think about Frozen mm. and like this whole point of women being fucking stupid like the whole point of Elsa Rivera, you know Elsa and Anna going you know you can't just fall in love with a geezer like straight away you don't like him and like how women just fucking melt his feet because he's Bond and like Monica Bellucci being in it and stuff she's well, still milf-tastic isn't she but you know like literally hello I don't really know you but can I have sexual intercourse with you or blah 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 so um, we've got Tuatel and Idris at the top of the list yeah I'd say so yeah Although, although, I know you don't agree. Me, you don't agree me, me and Ben, if you, but me and Chris are, ben, on, are on the uh, Damien Lewis front. Ginger should be Bond, uh, man. He'd, he'd, be up, uh, he'd be up there in the people they should be auditioning because for the I know next you Bond. Say, it's a silly, if they're going to choose the next Bond. It's a silly point. I know you say about the Ginger, but... You know, there's hair dye in the world. There's like, if that's an issue, that, I don't have an but issue with the hair dyes cop out. Hold on, there, there was an issue with Daniel Craig being blonde, so it shouldn't. It's it's a it's a non-issue. I it, have it's, no it's issue nothing. with with Damien no. Lewis being ginger. The ginger brought up the issue with him being ginger. But I'm just but saying, that's, you know, that's because but Dan, I've Daniel, been conditioned to Daniel, a world where I know that gingers are allegedly have no souls. We don't, but. And they die at the age of 40. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, cheers, guys. And, Not about a year left. What are you going to do when the podcast and goes? And that they are going to get you at times. The gingers are going to get you. Yeah. But, no, no, Damien Lewis, I think uh, I think he'd be good. Okay, so we've got three bonds, three possible bonds. Probably none of them will ever be bond, but I think, uh, I think the, the, the whole, just to, just to kind of wrap up with the bond thing, I think the whole thing with um, Daniel Craig um, doing another one is entirely possible because... Okay, apart from the Quantum of Solace, which was a poor, poor Bond movie, it wasn't great at all. Um, he's he's still on a high. There's no reason for him to really quit unless he wants to quit while he's ahead, kind of thing. But at the moment, he, the Bond movies haven't started to sink in the same way the Pierce Brosnan movies did. I mean, Goldeneye was great. Tomorrow Never Dies was all right. Um, the World Not Enough is a fifty-fifty movie. But then the I can't even remember the name of the last one. Um, the Madonna soundtrack. Die Another Day. Die Another Day was just an awful, awful movie. And Pierce Brosnan t- t- took the right way out and called it a day. I've, I've got a statement to make. I've watched every single James Bond film except for Die Another Day. Uh, I've not watched Die it because I've awful. heard it's so bad that I just thought it it's was, awful. It wasn't great. It's awful. It's a, it's a it's an exercise in product placement and bad, bad CGI and um, a bit like the, the Star Wars prequels in terms of George Lucas getting everything wrong. Yeah. So anyway, to so end yeah. it, so we've got Idris, we've got so Chiwetel, we, yeah, and we've got Damien Lewis. Damien Lewis. Or we're top. saying Daniel Craig could uh, like a good Daniel Craig edition. Not one I, more I, I'd, be, I'd be happy to see another Daniel Craig movie. I've no I reckon re- Simo would make a good. No bond. reason for him to leave. <laughs> so. There you go, Hinchy. That's our opinions on James Bond. Hope 
you might agree. If not, shoot some feedback. Let us know what you think. Um, and we can maybe for the next one talk about the next uh, James Bond theme tunes and stuff like that. Who would like to see what are the best the stuff like that? So there you go. Right, we're done. I think we're done. Um, yeah. We're all coming to the end of our drinks. Finished my Guinness. Finished. Uh, we're on the prosecco now with the Chambord. You nice little tasty little tipple. Hey, you can't knock a bit of prosecco with the old raspberry. Infusion. I'm gonna go to town and get drunk <laughs> and try pull a lady. But I'm not going to pull a lady. I'll end up going home, eating some shit food, and playing FIFA and spending all my money on the transfer market on nothing. Cranks before sleep. That's still a successful night. It will be a cry wank. And on that, but it's a cry wank. It's a cry wank. See you later. On that note, we're done. Chris, say goodbye. See you later. Ben, say goodbye. Let's get naked. That's not what I said. But anyway, my name's Wyatt. You've listened to the Friday Night Beer Club. We're done. See you later. Later. At least they're they're probably gone now, aren't they? No one's going to listen to this bit because it's just us. Just yes. What a yeah. No one really gives a fuck about this bit. No one cares about it really. Um, so Chris, put your trousers back on if you don't mind. But it's going to wake me off. Um, well, that's self whilst be, crying. That, <laughs> that could probably be the next question for the next podcast. <laughs> Who is going to give you a hand shandy in the corner of the bike sheds? Hand shandy. Hand shandy. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. I, I know the expression. Shandy, it's just I've not heard that for about 10 Where years. Where did hand shandy come from? I don't understand. Like, what is it? Like, foam it up? Yeah. <laughs> what did you, what did, like, you, like, you, like, when I you're young, you, like, your chest comes one. out all foamy? Mine was when... That's the only name I had for it. Well, not that I had for it, but I heard the cool <laughs> kids were talking about it. Yeah, the, the cool I kids. I didn't have any hand shandies in school. Hand but... shuffle shuffle. I didn't, I didn't have any of that. I just heard knuckle. the go, oh. The five knuckle shuffle. Yeah. So-and-so had a hand shandy around the back of the gym. Clock, clock. Like... They were lucky bastards. Well, we had the Stanway lot. They were hand shandies left, right, and centre. But yeah, I never got any of that. Anyway, no, I didn't either. We um, should uh, probably we got, just got beaten up lots. For, we it. should stop recording now. Yeah. Are we still yeah. recording? Yeah. Oh fuck. I think we would probably have to do some outtakes at the end of the first podcast. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to the Friday Night Beer Club podcast. It might not be the evening; it could be the morning or sitting in traffic. Wherever you are, listening to it, um, it's the home for rambling, alcohol, and ju- oh, do you know what? Shut up, Wyatt. You're a cock. Um, <laughs> I got it. Go away. All right, I'll go. I'll go. I go. Do you want to leave the room? <laughs> you gonna leave? No, I don't. I just, why did you start laughing? <laughs> so he's got the fucking giggles. What a cock. Hello, welcome to the Friday night. Hang on. <laughs> I was going to say, waiting for the Friday night podcast. All right, fucking Jimmy now on your crocodile shoes. Oh, right, try one more. You couldn't still. be any fucking louder if you tried. <laughs> Fuck it. Hello, welcome to the Friday night beer club. I'm Ben. Uh, we. Uh, I'm, fucked. <laughs> I'm fucked now. He's fucked me. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Friday Night Beer Club, where we middle-aged men talk a lot of crap about music, film, TV and anything else that comes to our mind whilst we drink a lot of beer. I'd like to introduce myself, my name is Chris and I am also joined by Ben and Hello. and Wyatt. Good evening, afternoon, morning. It did sound a bit like a robot, if I'm honest. <laughs> Whatever happened to Chico? Oh, he was on... Oh, Shambles?
I'll just I've just seen him on TV, but I haven't. I've just seen him on fucking. Hello and welcome to the Friday Night Beer Club. Uh, it's a podcast where me and a few mates will chat about things we like, primarily movies, games, TV, but anything else that tickles our pickle, really. Tickles anyway. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Friday Night Beer Club podcast. Oh. <laughs> you little cunt. If you have any feedback or any questions you want us to answer, hit us up on Twitter at Friday Night Beer or look out for our Facebook page. Hello and welcome to the Friday Night Beer Club podcast. I can't say Beer Club podcast. Don't say podcast. Just say the Friday Night Beer Club. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Friday Night Beer Club. This is the home for ramblings about movies, TVs, video games, game shows, you name it, we're going to talk game about shows? it. Game shows? Oh, Three, two, one. I don't know where do game, game shows come from? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Friday Night Beer Club. Fuck, <laughs> man. I might try and do this bit. On my own. Yeah, write it down. Yeah, I'll write it down first, so um, we'll edit that. And uh, I really feel strongly about the expression "tickle our pickles." There'll be no, there'll be no tickling of pickles, and it, Chris has nailed a pickle. <laughs>